0: He deserves it. Amen. He deserves it. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you. Nobody can do you like Jesus. Amen. 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 We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we present our body and make a living sacrifice unto Him. Amen. You know when we go up to the pulpit we He's burning up. The spirit fire. Amen. The devil got to get out the way. Amen. We're on fire. The devil can't stand that fire. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 We just thank God for today. We thank God for his presence. We thank God for being in the midst. We thank God because he's here. We thank you, Lord. I said, Jesus on the inside, working on the outside, oh, what a change in my life. Holy Ghost on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Amen. Amen. He's worthy of it. He's worthy of all the praise. Amen. He deserves it.
1: Then Rance Allen and the Clark sisters said, trust in him. Amen trust in him as a matter of fact that's our title today in God we trust amen in God we trust amen we're gonna talk about trust today a few things and we have some some literary terms we want to talk about and we're gonna say what thus saith the Lord and sit down amen Jesus did it then he He got up read the scripture and closed the book amen so we're going to talk about trust. We've got five points. First point is don't trust just anybody to help you. It took me a while to understand that. But sometimes people want you, want you to do something later if they give you the help today. So you can't just put trust in anybody to help you. But what? You can always trust God. Amen. Point number two is trust in God to reveal the way. God will show you. Number three, whether big or small, we all need hope. But we can trust in God. Amen? Amen. Point four, you have to know God for yourself. You know, it's okay to have be taught some certain things but some things you have to know yeah. that god can do it amen we talking about trusting in god amen number five your testimony is your power we had a test we had a good testimony today in testimony service amen it, it helped me out amen it can help out you know you can you can get help from almost anybody god can use anybody god can use a child God can use an animal. He did in the Bible, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. He can use somebody passing by, screaming something out the window. He told Adam, where are you? Amen. Yes. At, after Adam said, where are you? I had a child say that to me once. Called out my first name and said, where are you? I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> God will use anybody. anybody. Amen. Our scripture is coming from John chapter 2, 5th verse. John 2, verse 5. Why are you getting that? It's, uh, the background is uh, Jesus' first miracle. Amen. And, and his mother is in conversation with her son. Her son is Jesus Christ and the mother Mary. Amen. John 2, 5 reads, his mother said unto the servants, Whatsoever He said unto you, do it. That's it. His mother said unto his servants, Whatsoever he said unto you, do it. Now this is the beginning of Jesus' ministry. This is the onset. Last week we talked about the end of the ministry, and um, that's that's funny because the the Bible says the first shall be last. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So we, we started with the, the last first and now we're going back to the first and doing that now. Now Mary presented the problem to Jesus. The last time we hear about Jesus was when he was 12 years old. Now he's 30. Amen. So that's 18 year gap in this resume. You know about those gaps. They ask you about a gap. But it also says, if it's not in the book, we don't like to add nothing to it. Amen. So we don't know what happened when Jesus was 13, 14, 15, all the way up 27, 28. And the Bible don't say what happened. Amen. But Mary was there. And I think that gave her the inspiration to say, whatever he said, do, do it. Because she seen him when he was 15. 16, seven, She she's seen him. I can imagine she had a headache one day and he just laid, her, laid his hand on her head and said, mama, you're going to be okay. Amen? I don't know, but I can just imagine some events took place where she trusted in God. We're talking about trust today, y'all. Now, was a problem where they ran out of wine. And sometimes a problem comes and help is needed. When a problem presents itself, there's someone there who can help. Most of the time, there's someone right there in the environment, in the atmosphere. reassuring that the situation can be resolved. And God was speaking to me earlier, right before I got up, he gave me this word, undergird. Undergird. Now, undergird is something that provides strength underneath the covering. Amen? And sometimes we have strength around us in in certain individuals and people, and we look at the outside, and we don't know that they're undergirded with power. Sometimes we got, people had Jesus in his midst, and they didn't know that the power was right there. Many times you you got help, among you and you you don't see it you look over amen you got help right there now help 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 not just anybody can help you i said that earlier sometimes people look like they can help sometimes people who don't look like they can help you can help you That's why you got to know God for yourself, because God provides you help from the most undiscreet places and people. Amen? So sometimes uh, I'm going to allude to this um, song. It was called Help, uh, written by John Lennon. Amen? And I I just knew, you know, when I was a child, I listened to uh, the transistor radio and the radio. And. Um, there wasn't much to do in those days, amen. So as a child, we just listened to the radio. And that was, you know, we listened to John Lennon and all the radio people. And he, he wrote a song called Help. And it said, the words of this song said, it said in the 1980 interview, that was one of his favorite songs that he wrote. He wrote a lot. He said, he wrote the song um, It says here, I need help, somebody. Help, not just anybody help you know I need someone help help me if you can I'm feeling down and I do appreciate you being around help me get my feet back on the ground won't you please please help me help you know sometimes we need help now that came from a worldly song but sometimes we need help we need help amen The the world has its poets and bars And sometimes we borrow from them But sometimes we know that we need help But we know where the help comes from Amen So help can also be a gift Matter of fact In the scripture help is a ministry In 1 Corinthians 12 28 it says that And God has set some in the church First apostles Secondary prophets Thirdly, teachers, after that, miracles, then gifts of healing, helps. The ministry of helps is a ministry. Then governments, diversity of tongues, etc. Now, you ever heard on TV when somebody fell out and somebody looked around and said, is there a doctor in the house? You no, know, sometimes when somebody's suffering from some type of illness, they need somebody to help them. Amen, mm-hmm. and not just anybody. They need somebody with some experience, somebody who got some training to help them. Yes. Amen. Right. Now, I might be a pastor, you might be a teacher, you might be an evangelist, but if somebody needs mouth to mouth. They need somebody who got experience doing that. Right. So, titles don't transfer to gifts and abilities. Sometimes we get it confused. We call on the wrong person. Amen. <laughs> so, is a doctor in the house? the doctor is there to restore a condition amen and uh when we have that we can't just trust anybody to help us you might be a pastor but if you don't know mouth to mouth you need somebody who do amen now it may sound strange but you can't just trust anybody to help you now when lack sometime comes and you have to stay stay until help comes you have to stay where you are until help comes so many times when people offer you help they have a hidden agenda now i can imagine young women beautiful young women they they get um help they get uh, uh they try to get people try to help them all the time especially men but the men sometimes they they want they want something in return amen so I'm, I'm saying to the young women, don't compromise your integrity. Amen? Hold on to your integrity. Amen? Don't receive help from anybody. Amen? So I know that um, you're not bothered sometimes getting help from people. Now, if you're the type of woman or even a man that receive help and it don't bother you, then you didn't miss the mark. The Bible tells us that sin is missing a mark. And some people set their own mark. Some people live in sin and are satisfied. So I'm talking to the saints right now. I ain't talking to everybody yet. i to the saints, the women of them. Because the Bible says in Revelations that whether you be hot or cold. So if you're a sinner be a sinner. If you're a saint, be a saint. Don't be lukewarm because the Bible says, I know your works. You are neither hot nor cold. I would that you rather be hot or cold. That's right. Now some people are looking for help from men <laughs> and looking to return those favors. Amen. But don't let it be mentioned among one of us. Amen. Yes. Yes. To the pure, everything is pure. Amen. <laughs> to the defiled, everything is defiled. Be ye holy, amen. So and um we started a new series and this series dealing with parables. And um this is um last week we talked about our first um, installation in that series a noble a nobleman who went into a far country. Amen. And today we're talking about Jesus in the uh first miracle of Canaan, amen. So Jesus used uh, parables to convey truth in a story. Many times these parables were said among many people, his his disciples, and then other people also. So he spoke when teaching, he spoke parables when teaching. Now, a parable is a, a spiritual um, it actually uh, a, has a spiritual meaning, but it's an earthly story. And many times these parables are like allegories. Allegories are a narrative in which a character, place, or event can be interpreted to represent a hidden, hidden meaning with moral or political significance. So it's another meaning within what you're really saying. Amen. So a metaphor is a figure of speech that directly refers to one thing by mentioning another. It's not like a simile is when you use like and as. You no, know, you're as he the devil is as a roaring lion. That's a simile, amen. But when you say something something is something uh a figure of speech refers directly to one thing that's a metaphor now these parables were a way of speaking in code because remind you i remind you there were many people when he told these stories for example a nobleman went to a far country the nobleman was jesus he is speaking to himself about himself now a far country was dealing with the earth to receive a kingdom now this was done among many people because the Bible says that there are um, wolves in sheep's clothing. So many times when you're among wolves who, have, who, who look like they're sheep, look like they have good intentions, look like they have a good agenda, you are talking to them, you're among those people too. Amen? So you got to be beware that this was done to provide safety. Sometimes parables are used to provide safety because a wolf is a false believer. A sheep is a believer. So a wolf in sheep's clothing is a believer, is a, is a false believer. So the scripture says in seven, Matthew seven fifteen, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves they're talking about sheep sheep's clothing a sheep is a believer that's people in the pews that's people that's not referring to the preacher it's referring to people in the congregation we always think that it's referring to the man on the pulpit but they're talking about the people in the congregation who are wolves coming to you like they are your sister like they to you like they your brother but they have an agenda and the agenda is to get you away from worship get you away from the things of God get you away from worshiping right when the worship is hot they tap you on the shoulder talking about did you see uh Maury last night something like that so beware of these false prophets beware of these people in the pews that are getting you away from true worship now I'm going to give you a little uh, I know it's Black History Month is in February but in our house black history month is all year so i'm gonna give you a march black history month lesson amen now during american slavery the slaves would sing in order to communicate in the presence of a hostile enemy they're white slave masters slaves they have few legal rights you know in in court their testimony was inadmissible they couldn't make contracts. They couldn't own property. They couldn't even uh, attack a white person, even if he struck them first. They could not be away from their owner's premises without his permission. They could not assemble unless one white person was at least present. They couldn't own firearms. They couldn't be taught to read or write. They could not transmit or possess inflammatory literature that went against white supremacy. And if you did any of these things, punishments were rendered, such as whippings, brandies, or imprisonment. Now, while they were in the field, they had to communicate. So they used Negro uh, uh, spiritual songs and gospel where uh, gospel originated from is in the slave field. And gospel music is the originator of all American music forms. Jazz, R&B, rock and roll, everything comes from the slave field, even hip-hop. Everything has its origin in the cotton field. While they were communicating, speaking in cold. Amen? Yes. Songs like Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Yes. These songs had double meanings, which allowed slave enslaved people to escape uh, to safely communicate messages of hope and freedom and plans to escape from one another, amen, from the watchful gaze of the slave master. So these things, like steal away, they were sing steal away in songs like follow the drinking gourd, which showed the path and they sing a song, Go Down Moses, it referred to Harriet Tubman, means that she was in the area. So these things were like parables in a way. Because they're saying it to everybody, they got people around, everybody, but everybody don't know what they're talking about. So just like when Jesus said his parables, when he got back with his disciples, he explained to them what he meant. Amen. So, Don't trust anybody to help you, but you can always trust God. Because sometimes the people that you go to help for help may be a wolf in sheep's clothing. And you end up in a worse state from getting their help than if you didn't, if you left them alone. So in the first miracle that Jesus performed, there was a problem. Now, these problems came unannounced. So many times we have a problem, it comes un- unannounced. They just appeared. Just like Jesus. Uh, Mary came up to Jesus and said, they out of wine. Now, that was a problem. That's his mother. So, you know, he has some affinity toward his mother. But he like, they, they ran out of wine. What are you talking about, mom? Amen. So, we need to trust God to reveal the way and trust in God. So um, John 2 and 2 says, On the third day there was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servants, "Whatsoever he said unto you, do it." He got to excuse me. I got to pedal back. He didn't say mom. He said woman. Uh, that's right. I said mom. He said woman. Yeah. He thirty years old at this point. Amen. He got his old his whole crew his, his 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 men with him. His disciples are with him. Woman. Yeah. Now the problem that was present was no wine mary presented this problem to jesus she knew him for all these years she knew that he can answer that problem no matter what problem came up she had the confidence that he can solve it and verse three says and when they wanted wine the mother jesus said they have no wine she trusted god she trusted her son to fix fix the situation so that brings us to a second point. Whether big or small, we need the same hope to trust in God. And when Jesus responded, when he said, woman, whatever I to do with thee, my hour is not come. My hour refers to the sacrifice. The hour that God will provide himself a sacrifice for the sins for us all. And like we were talking about, uh, parables and metaphors. The wine represents the blood. So, when Jesus, what Jesus probably heard was, "They have no blood." Amen. Jesus. Now we still dealing. We still live in Old Testament times, even though Jesus is walking around. It's Old Testament times because he, he ha- they're still living under the law because Jesus had not provided himself a sacrifice yet. So everything is. In the Old Testament setting, yes. and she says they you, they have no wine. He's hearing some. No, no, I'm not, my hour's not come yet. Amen. Yes, that's right. He's thinking about the blood that he got to shed. She trying. They don't have, wine blood. That's my blood. You talking about? Jesus, Jesus. It's remnants of the dialogue between Abraham and Isaac. In Genesis 22, and Isaac spake unto Abraham, his father, and said, my father. He said, here I am I. And he said, behold, a fire in the wood, but where is the land for the burnt offering? Now, God told Abraham to go sacrifice your son up on the mountain. So what Abraham, the father of the faithful, he got on his way because he knew the voice of God. Amen. You only can do something like that if you know the voice of God. Because God asked us something like that, we say, "Oh, that's the devil." Sacrifice my son? No, that's the devil. We say that, but God told him to sacrifice his son. So he got the wood, he got the firewood, he got the uh the he got his his son was carrying the sticks and everything. So the son turned around and said, "Dad, we got all this stuff. Where the, where the ram at?" But Abraham himself, that you, God told me to sacrifice you. Abraham said in verse eight, Genesis twenty two eight, and Abraham said, "My son, God will provide Himself a lamb for a burnt offering." And then they went to walking up the hill. We know the rest of that story. Amen. A ram in a bush. God prevent uh, provided a ram in the bush. Amen. But this is prophetic, God will provide himself. So this is a this is a way of a mother, a mother and a son having a, having a conversation, then you have a, a father and a son having a conversation, and you're dealing with the blood of Jesus. In both conversations. Amen? So in the Old Testament, the child didn't know. In the New Testament, the parent didn't know. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. The wine represents the blood. In this way, the situation, the circumstance offered an opportunity for a glimpse, for Mary to be a prophetess in a way, to emerge. She spoke in cold, unknowingly, of the mission of Jesus. It was saying when she said, we have no wine. But Jesus wasn't thinking about the party. He was thinking about his his sacrifice, why he was there. But she didn't know what she was talking about. He he interpreted it. My sacrifice is not ready yet. I'm 30 years old. I just started. So in essence, Mary was saying there was no blood on the third day. See, this marriage, marriage took place on the third day. So you have many references referring to that. And this spoke to the mind of Jesus, saying, "Soon there will be blood. Soon, but not yet. Not right now. We all gonna die, but not today." Leo said, "I will not die today." Amen. I talk about Leo. Leo Leonardo DiCaprio in one of those movies. He said, "I will not die today." Amen. And the Bible said, "The blood can speak." Blood has a voice. We know that life is in the blood. Blood has a voice. Let me prove it to you. Turn to Genesis chapter 4, 10. Blood can speak. Amen. Blood is a liquid. But it has a voice. God has a voice. Matter of fact, God is the word. Jesus is the word. Genesis 4 10 says, and he said, what hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood cries unto me from the ground. God talking to Cain after he said, I am not my brother's keeper after he killed him, but God knew what he done. See, God see everything. God see evil. He eyes behold everything, the evil and the good. You can't get away from him. So God where art thou? Amen? So Jesus knew he came to be planted. I'm going to say that again. Jesus knew that he came to be planted. So his purpose was to die. Matthew twenty six twenty eight reads, Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. So his blood talked, and Mary was trying to rush the process. Amen. Now, Moving along, amen. God is good. So the the parable says, and there were six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, draw not out and bear unto the governor of the feast and they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water, that they were was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bride. So they, they got the they fill the, the they listened to Jesus after they said, Whatever he 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 saith, do. So that's important. Mary gave them an instruction. And they obeyed that instruction. So many times we need to obey the instruction of somebody who knows Jesus. Amen. Somebody who's been praying for 20 years and fasting and doing the things of God and studying while you're out there partying. You know, sometimes we need to obey the voice of somebody who was sent. Amen. And then if we obey that, then we get a blessing. Many times when we are disobedient, then it's it's hard for God to bless you when you disobedient. I don't, I'm not gonna say He won't bless you, because many times I didn't get things I deserve, but God helped me out anyway. But it's hard. So if you're obedient, God loves that. So He, t- Mary, did they did what Mary told them to do? Fill the water up. Fill the water pots up, just what Jesus said, and they filled them. Now there was eyewitnesses, the servants. Now they knew for a fact, because they seen the water coming out the spot. <laughs> they, they seen the water coming into the water pot. That that's not that what isn't in wine, it wasn't wine in those bottles. The servants knew. Amen. They knew where the faucet was, where they had a faucet or the well, they knew that there was water. For a fact, sometimes when God does a miracle, people want to see want, want to verify, but sometimes people know. Now you know when you sick and God healed you, you know you were sick. Yes. No matter what somebody say, they can't reverse you because you know the pain that was in your body touched you and healed you. And nobody can turn you around. Yes. Cuz when you got experience with God, you know what he can do. Now, I don't care if you say about this or this religion or that, whatever they're saying out there in the world or this and that. But you know, that's why you got to know God for yourself. Yes, yes. So those servants knew that that was water. Now, everybody at the main table, they didn't know. They just thought that they kept it back. Amen. So you always got to witness. God always leave a witness. Amen. So we are going to leave you with Trust in God And God we trust The songwriter says He's a God you can't hurry You don't have to worry He may not come when you want him But he's right on time Right on time You can't hurry God You just have to wait Trust and give him time No matter how long It takes. Job was so sick. Until his flesh fell from his bones. His wife, cattle, and children. Everything he had was gone. He said. You put these afflictions upon me. Why don't you come on and see about me? He may not come when you want him. But he's right on time. You can't hurry God. You just have to wait. Trust and give him time no matter how long it takes. Amen. Somebody give him a praise. Hallelujah. It's on its way. It's on its way. What you've been praying for is on its way. That healing is on its way. That financial breakthrough is on its way. Whatever you've been praying for is on its way. Amen. Amen. Somebody reach up and grab it. Amen. And say it's mine. Somebody say it's mine. It's mine. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God.
0: Hallelujah.